There were moments where I was anxious and nervous to go home because I worried that I had not changed enough or I hadn't changed in the way that I was expected to. And I feared that after all the hardships and challenges that this year brought, that I actually hadn't grown. And that scares me because this year has been a handful. This year has thrown lemons by the dozen. There were moments where it seemed impossible, literally impossible to keep going, but somehow we did it. And now here I am looking back on my first year of university. Welcome to Simply Ray, a space where we are big on doing life together, where we learn, celebrate and grow. I'm your host, Ray, and I believe in being real and keeping it simple. Join me as we embark on creating extraordinary moments in our ordinary lives. Good morning, good morning, good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, wherever I'm finding you throughout the day. Welcome back to the Simply Ray podcast. I'm busy sitting in the car because it's a lot more quiet. I'm not going to disturb anybody in the house if I sit in the car. So I'm feeling V-profesh, sitting in the car, drinking my coffee that I've made for myself, got my water, and on the non-professional side of things, I'm going completely off script because I had a plan, and my plan was to do um, wanting to be a child again. That was the theme that we were going to do, and we're still going to tie that in. We've got a plan. Um, don't worry about it. But I went for a run this morning and on my run, I just felt that I needed to remind you that it is important to acknowledge everything you've done this year. As this year kind of comes to a close, as Christmas decorations start to go up, um, the expenses of Christmas start to roll in, um, school starts to break up, university starts to... Um, you know, close exams, something to finish, all of that jazz, as the year comes to a close, it's a super important time to sit back and reflect on everything you've done. And I think a lot of the time, what we do is we, at least for me, sometimes beat yourself up about that which you haven't accomplished. Like, oh, I thought I was okay for me. I thought I was going to be able to run 21 kilometers by now. I wanted to get super involved in the life of the church I wanted to start maybe my own connect group um starting wanting to start uh singing in the worship team I had a whole bunch of ideas like that that I wanted to do those are just some examples that I actually haven't got around to doing I wanted to save up quite a bit of money and maybe do like a little bit of a travel expedition this December that's not happening um I wanted to get a holiday job. I've got a, an online job that starts up again in January. But I wanted something for now. That didn't happen. Uh, I wanted to, I started, maybe at the beginning of the year, started to learn French because next year, one of my modules I have to take is French. And I didn't get around to doing that. I completely fell off the bandwagon, but I'm getting back onto that one this holiday. Um, but I had all these different ideas and dreams and hopes and you could call them goals that I wanted to achieve and when I look at the list it doesn't seem like I've done that much and 
you kind of sit back and you go, oh, well, sure. Uh, I'm a, a little bit of a, of a failure. That's quite a harsh way of putting it, but that's essentially what you're telling yourself when you beat yourself up over not achieving your the goals that you set for yourself. And then you sit there and you go, oh, now I'm going to eat the whole Christmas pudding and, you know, and I have to start working out again. And it's very, very tempting in this time, at least for me, to say, okay, you know what, whatever, screw it, I'm not going to do it for the rest of this year, I'm going to start afresh in January, new year, new me, but this is going to be a little bit philosophical, but what actually is the difference between December the 4th and January the 1st, like theoretically, what, what's the difference, they both have 24 hours in a day, they sun rises and sets both days you're gonna wake up I really really hope so both days there's nothing actually fundamentally different except for the fact that our calendars tell us January the 1st is a new year and therefore it can be a new you whereas your new you can be tomorrow morning it can be right now it can be this second and a lot of, at, at least for me, um, it's tempting in this season, if I could put it that way, to just be like, you know what, whatever. Um, clearly, this year is a write-off, and I'm going to continue writing it off. And that's not the case. And I've seen all these Instagram posts saying, like, oh, finish strong. And then you kind of, at least for me, look back and you go, oh, well, I started strong. I haven't really kept up the strong in the middle that shouldn't determine my decision now. My decision now should purely be based looking to what I want to get at in the future. And I know I've spoken about Atomic Habits on this podcast before, but they basically talk, or James Clear, the author of the book, basically talks about how you shouldn't be setting goals, you should be um, constructing systems. And systems are so much more reliable than goals because I can't exactly remember if he says the goals are out of your control, but essentially systems are better and easier, if I can put it that way, to achieve. That's what, so your your goal is something you want to get to, but then you focus on implementing the system as best you can that will ultimately result in you getting your goal. So you don't focus on the goal, you focus on like the steps, if that makes sense, which makes 100% sense. Um, but that's not really the purpose of this, of this episode. This episode's more just to be, just to encourage you to look back on what you've done this year and I have a journal entry here that I wrote after I'd finished my exams and um, it's a bit deep so yeah my journal often is um, but well actually no it isn't always sometimes there's just oh, I've literally got here some of the adjectives I use on the other page in case I don't know I get lose my memory or something so I literally got here cracker banging beautiful 100% those are like the adjectives I use so my journal isn't always deep but this particular entry is quite deep because it was me sort of reflecting on leaving Stellenbosch coming back to Durban just mixed feelings around that because if you have moved away from home for university or in any aspect for school for a job um, and like half your life is in one place and the other half is kind of in another place, you feel very disorientated and you can um, you can understand what I what I say when I 
or what I mean when I say that literally half your life is in one place and the other half is in another place. So for instance, I am a Christian, but when I come back to Durban, the church that I go to was my family. Like, yo, it's just brought me through tough times. Like that church community is beautiful. But when I come back, it's not really my community anymore. I don't just slot in like I did before. Naturally, they've continued with their walk and I've gone on my walk in the church in Stelly's and it's just not the same. Even my family, they have certain systems and routines that they've established whilst I've been away and now I come back and things have changed and you feel a little bit like you're. I feel like a guest in my past life. It's so so disorientating so there's a lot of mixed feelings you will know if you've moved away there's a lot of mixed feelings when coming back home from wherever you are staying especially if you're not coming back home permanently if you know you're going back there again so for instance I pack a suitcase to go home that's such a weird concept you know so um, when I read the journal entry please don't think that I don't like my home it's just a disorientating time a confusing time not really knowing where you fit being planted in two very different places and it's difficult to know how to flourish and know how to bloom to your best ability when your roots are spread like that so um yeah let's just read the the journal entry so it says if you hear like rush rustling it's me turning the pages (laughs) if your life were a book how would the story go from here where does the protagonist end up? What does she do or he do? Um, side note, is life supposed to be this thought through? I think that back in the day, life happened everywhere to most people. And people were present, engaged and soaking up the moments. But now our world has become so easy to disconnect from. So the ones who want a good story need to learn to connect again. And thus this thoughtful, intentional life is essential end of side note I literally wrote end of side note (laughs) I'm excited to go home there were moments where I was anxious and nervous because I was worried that I had not changed enough or not changed in the way I was expected to I feared that after all the hardships and challenges this year brought I hadn't actually grown and this scares me because this year has been a handful this year has thrown lemons by the dozen There were moments when it seemed impossible, literally impossible to keep going, but somehow we did it. And now here I am looking back on my first year of university. I moved out of my parents' house. I got a job. I learned to drive. I cooked and cleaned and kept myself alive for the whole nine months. I made incredible new friends. I flew by myself for the first time. I started a podcast. I learned to line dance. I found a church. I was chosen for a transformation meeting regarding the whole university. I went to markets and conferences. I hiked Table Mountain. I started selling things at these markets. I studied incredibly well and did well academically. And all this and more. And I suppose it's an irrational fear that I haven't changed because it's fairly hard to encounter all these things, all these levels of uprooting from your old ways and remain the same individual. But maybe a second layer to this anxiety is that the people who loved me from back home will no longer like me 
due to the change this brought about. And acknowledging this fear has been exceptionally thought-provoking because it forced me to confront the people-pleaser in me, the part of me I thought had died off, but it has resurfaced now and must be dealt with. I said a couple weeks ago to my roommate that I know people love me for who I am, but they never have a chance to prove that because I've always delivered on my promises. Constantly achieving and then overachieving, doing what I need to and then more. So while I have no doubts of the love surrounding me, the unconditional element of this love has never been tested. It's never needed to be. For me and my perception of myself, I don't know who I am without the accolades the wit, the wisdom. For me, that's the ray that gets acknowledged, and I quite enjoy being acknowledged this way. But who am I without that? If no one acknowledged me, would Ray still be the same? Who is she? Who is Ray without her brain, without her running, without her marks, without her discipline, without her family, her friends, her body? Is she happy? Does that Ray dream? Does she love? Does she feel alive? Can she honestly say that she is living? And that's my deep journal entry. And I'm not going to end it there because that's a little bit of a a downing, a downing, a Debbie Downer note to end on. So I'm not going to end it there. But on my run, um, I kind of reminded myself that I don't need to achieve everything I set out to do that it's beautiful to just have dreams imagine if we just achieved everything that we that we wanted to everything there was very little sacrifice like you couldn't do it all I've got too many things that I want to do I want to be a famous country singer and I want to be an author I want to okay this is this is the proof proof that I cannot be everything I dream to be I want to be a mother and I also want to be a single rich aunt how does that work? <laughs> How can I possibly do that? How can I have be a single rich aunt that goes and spoils her nieces and nephews, given to me by my lovely sister, and be a mother and have a family? That doesn't work. You can't be single and married. It does sorry, there's no there's no way that's possible. Um so it's you're not supposed to be able to achieve all your dreams. The whole point of dreaming is just this it's a dream, it's a fantasy, and then some of them, you're like, actually, I can make this happen, I can do this, and sometimes it's going to take longer than you expect it to, so, for instance, my French hasn't really cracked on like I hoped it had, or hoped it would, but that's okay, I forgive myself, because I did quite well academically this year, and I, like I said, kept myself alive for nine months, if you're living with your parents, you don't know how hard that is, um, if you are a parent, you know how hard that is. And yeah, you just, you have to give yourself credit for that which you've accomplished. You cannot beat yourself up about everything you didn't do and completely neglect the fact that you actually did really well. If all you gave today was 30% and that's all you could give, all you could give was 30% and you gave 30%, then you gave 100% of what you had. And I'm not using that as an excuse because I often get a little bit, what's the word, um, torn between this idea of like, just go, 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 motivation, motivation. You know, I have like David Goggins screaming at me through my YouTube motivational, you know, playlist. And then on the other hand, I'm like, but yo, so I just need to take time for myself and I need to 
refresh and recharge it's this very delicate balance and the two sides the be kind to yourself and self-discipline is the highest form of self-love that's sort of those voices are very loud on both sides and it's like for instance let me use a silly example let's use diet culture because I feel like lots of people can relate to that you go to a restaurant and you order a salad not because you're on a diet but because you genuinely feel like a salad and the one side says oh my gosh you're so disciplined well done look at you go like your skin's going to be glowing toned up absolutely fantastic well done that's diet mentality and then on the other side you've got someone saying you don't need to order a salad you can get the burger and chips you deserve it but you don't feel like a burger and chips so now what are you supposed to order nothing you you are torn you can't the voices are too loud around you and that's when you have to listen to the voice inside you you have to know that you have held yourself accountable so when I sit there and go, you're okay, you didn't, for instance, you're not able to run 21 kilometers. I'm like, yet. I'm not able to run 21 kilometers yet. I set out that goal on the 1st of January, 2023. And I can still continue with that. I'm not going to throw it all away now. I can still continue working with that. If I only get it by July in 2024, then at least I've got it. But there's no point in throwing it and being like, you know what, screw it, Katie can't do it, not meant for me, not my calling. You have to give yourself credit for what that which you did and give yourself grace for that which you didn't. So that's my little reflection on my first year of university. Another reflection, which I said I was going to work into it and I'm going to work it in now. Um, the topic for this episode was going to be how to be a child again or I want to be a child again Um, and it's going to be like back to childhood things because the more I am forced to grow up the more I realize how much adults actually need to be like children everyone's kind of saying our children need to grow up I'm sorry have you seen some of the Instagram videos adults are acting like infants they literally, I, I can't believe it. I look at the state of people and my heart just breaks because they're so lost. They they think that this is super, super, well, this specific thing is so important, but there's so many bigger things out there. But then in that same breath, I'm tempted to say we can't solve all of those things. And sometimes you just need to focus on the simple things going back to the whole idea and um, the, the message I want to push with this podcast is just going back to the simple things. As a kid, if you can think of a typical thing you used to do as a kid, for instance, I went and asked my friends after we'd all finished exams, we went away together and I asked them, what, what, you know, if I said, what's a childhood thing that you used to do that like, just screams childhood for you? There were things like doing the monkey bars, swimming, but not professionally, like doggy paddle your way through life. There was frisbee, there was open gates, there was tag, hide and seek. All of these beautiful things. I mean, think about as a kid, I don't know about you guys, but I never actually went out and exercised. There wasn't like a specific hour in the day where I was like, that is my workout and I'm going to get abs. Not once. I don't even know if I knew what abs were. I can't remember. 
But I didn't care. I mean, I looked at a photo the other day and I was in a bikini with this lacquer. It looked like a beer bub. Obviously, it wasn't. I was like nine. It was definitely not a beer bub. But this like big, like inflated tummy because clearly I just had something to eat. And there I am smiling away in this little bikini, running around the pool, having the time of my life. Whereas now, I'd rather die than get into a bikini if my stomach looked like that. But why we just grew up and started to read the story of society instead of writing our own we started letting society talk about what was appropriate for us to do and what was inappropriate for us to do we started letting society dictate what success looks like and what success doesn't look like when I was a kid and I'd wake up in the morning and I had nothing to do that day I would go out and play in our we had like a pigeonwood tree in our garden and we used to my sister and I we called it the faraway tree. And if you've read Enid Blyton's faraway tree, you would know that there were different characters that lived in these in this tree. And we went and we took chalk and we drew doors in the tree. I mean, our imaginations were so strong and opposite. It was incredible. And that those people, those kids are still inside of us. You know, everyone kind of, what's that thing that they do on TikTok now? They're like, oh, my inner, he's healing my inner child. Or I'm like in touch with my inner child. All that sort of things. I honestly think that there is some element, there's like a childlike spirit in each of us. And we need to start tapping into that. This is not like a, what's the word? Methodol, methodol, I don't know, like some mystical, magical thing of your inner child. And all super spiritual and all of that sort of jazz. I'm not saying that. I mean, even the Bible talks about having a childlike faith. And how Jesus loved the children because everything was just so simple. And it's only when we get older and we get taller that we our heads fly into the sky and everything gets a little bit clouded. Don't let that happen. It's difficult to understand. Society does tell you if you haven't achieved all the goals on your list for this year, be disappointed. But what if you just refuse to? What if you said, you know what? I'm going to be gracious on myself. Look at everything that I did do. It wasn't everything that I wanted to do, granted. But actually, how much more did I do that I didn't put down on that list? You know what I'm saying? I didn't ask to go to that. Okay, I did ask to go over that transformation thing, and that's why I was selected. But like, I didn't put it on my list saying, I really want to go to a meeting with a transformation team of Sedanbosch University to talk about um, race and gender in the workplace. I didn't put that down on my list of New Year's resolutions or goals for 2023, but that happened. And I'm not saying you can take one and put it like slot another one in, but just give yourself credit for that which you have done, even if it wasn't on your list. And then be super gracious on yourself for not getting to everything that you needed to do because you are not a robot. You are not a computer program. You're not some AI tech thing that can just do, 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 do all the tasks on the list. You are a human being. And it's not what you do that adds value to your life or adds value to who you are and makes you worthy. Because that would make you a human doing. And we don't call people that. We call us human beings. Just by being you, by showing up, by giving 30%. If you've only got 30% and you give 30%, you've given 100%. You are a human being, not a human doing. So think about that when you look back on this year 
I hope this year has been incredible. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I actually want to take a little bit of time to just thank you for coming along with me. I know I think we're only six months into the podcast, so we're not quite a year in, but this was the year that I did start Simply Ray Podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in and supporting me. Um, if you want to keep up with more of the podcast things, um, more of my life and how I'm tackling this whole idea of living simply and almost unplugging from society if you want to use a matrix sort of example um head over to instagram and you can go follow simply ray podcast and i hope that you have an absolutely fantastic week thank you for tuning in this monday or tuesday or wednesday whenever i'm catching you and i look forward to seeing you guys well not seeing you but yeah i look forward to chatting to you guys again soon all my love Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simply Ray podcast. Be sure to follow and turn on post notifications as we continue sharing the mundane moments of life.